This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Thursday the 25th of May. A man has been arrested on suspicion of criminal damage and dangerous driving after a vehicle was driven into the gates of Downing Street. The Metropolitan Police say the incident happened at around 4.20 this afternoon. No one's been hurt. Large sections of Whitehall have been closed to the public and vehicles. Rishi Sunak's facing a Tory backlash as official figures show net migration reached a record high of 606,000 people last year. The Prime Minister says the number is too high but insists he's not lost control of the immigration system. Some Conservative MPs are warning of voter anger and frustration at unsustainable levels of net migration. The Immigration Minister, Robert Jenrick, is confident the numbers will fall. The Prime Minister, the Home Secretary and I are completely aligned on this issue. We see net migration as far too high. We know that the Conservative Party made a solemn pledge to the public at the general election that we would bring down net migration. We're taking determined action this week. If we need to take more action, we will, because net migration has placed an intolerable pressure on public services, on housing and our ability to integrate people we will bring it down. Conservative MP Damien Green is a former immigration minister. He's told Times Radio that the focus on numbers here is rights. I remember when I was immigration minister, I was criticised when people saying, well, you're just trying to make it a numbers game. It is, to a large extent, a numbers game. That people, we are a, a, a diverse society um, and a welcoming society uh, in many ways. But if people feel that everything is changing too fast and all the you know, more people are coming in that their local services can cope with, then at that point you get a rise in social tensions and we should all want to avoid that. The Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper has hit out on what she calls the Conservatives' chaotic approach. I think the fact that work visas are up for a hun- by 120% since before the pandemic, alongside growing skills shortages, shows that the Conservatives aren't tackling the serious skills shortages we face in the country. And I think it also shows if you look at the the asylum details that are out today as well as the immigration figures the conservatives have just got no plan and no grip on either their immigration policy or the asylum system the chancellor jeremy hunt says he's willing to do what it takes if energy bills go up for households again this autumn he's been reacting to the news that ofgem has dropped its price cap this means the average household energy bill will fall by 426 pounds a year from july but campaigners are warning bills will still remain unaffordable for millions of households. Dire Straits legend Mark Knopfler has told Times Radio Tina Turner was an inspiration and will continue to influence generations to come. The singer died yesterday at the age of 83 and tributes continue to be paid including from Beyonce to Mick Jagger and Brian Adams. Knopfler wrote Tina's hit song Private Dancer in 1983. What can you say about Tina? force of nature uh, as a performer, uh, um, obviously, um, she was uh, just a human dynamo. Um, but she was like that if you were having dinner with, with, with her. You know, Tina would just um, shoot explosions of joy all the time, you know. Uh, she was a tremendous reminder of 
the, the vitality of life. Around 500 people, including long-lost family members, have said their final goodbye to one of the last black RAF pilots to have fought in the Second World War. 96-year-old Peter Brown died alone at his home in West London last December. It was feared there'd be no mourners at his funeral, but after a national campaign, hundreds turned up today. The Sun's political correspondent, Natasha Clark, was one of those behind the campaign and attended the service. It was incredibly moving, um, hearing the last post play out uh, in the centre of London in a, in a packed church where you couldn't hear a pin drop. It, it was just a magical, wonderful experience and really the most fitting tribute for, for one of our war heroes to really give him the send-off that he really deserved. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.